Hello, Assalamualaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And today I'm going to talk about something that has nothing to do with the political uh, situation, but has a lot to do with uh, issues faced by people like me um, as authors um, on the KDP Amazon platform, as well as Smashwords. See, the problem is, uh, which again goes back to the initial problem that I am in Pakistan, which has really caused me a lot of problems because as I remember, as I've constantly talked about this, Pakistan is not officially the it, part of the global market or in the distribution list. Um, and the same goes with Amazon. Although, yes, it can be argued that in 2021, Amazon kind of officially came to Pakistan, but then not really. I mean, where exactly is Amazon in Pakistan, if you know what I mean? And, you know, a seller account is different from a writer's account, you know, as an author on KDP, um, we're dealt with completely differently as opposed to a regular seller account that does business on Amazon, despite the fact that KDP is actually under Amazon, Amazon being the parent company. So the problem arises first that you know initially when i um opened up my um first of all actually i published my books on create space and then create space decided to merge with kdp amazon and sort of started the whole shifting process you know so it kind of shifted your books to kdp and from there you had to sort of pick up you know from where it was left um and you know because of that um, we fall under the um, international authors category where we had to uh, write down our local banks um, as, you know, a payment option because there was no PayPal. And anyway, it doesn't even matter if Amazon dealt with PayPal because Pakistan doesn't deal with PayPal. Um, but Pakistan has WISE and it has Pioneer and all. Now, WISE has this thing that it that it works with Amazon, this and that. But to be honest, I still cannot figure out how WISE comes into the picture in Pakistan between Amazon and authors uh, and, you know, dealing with the accounts. I couldn't find anything proper that could guide me. The only thing that we Pakistani authors could find much, much later was Pioneer. And we thought that it was, you know, a huge stroke of luck that Pioneer was uh, linked not just to Amazon, but it was linked to our local accounts, including our microfinance banking, like, you know, Jazz Cash. So we got, you know, we writers... Um, when we found it out, we shared it with each other that, you know what, we have Payoneer, you know, we can use that, we can set it up with Amazon and we can get our, all our money. And imagine that when I set up my Payoneer account at that point, Payoneer was supposed to be also one of your best bets because it had very, very low fees and it actually had free, uh, you know, uh, it had no charges on receiving money. Um, and... It had a 0.50%, which now is 1% uh, fee for, you know, currency conversion. So when you're like, you know, um, sorry, when you're withdrawing money from your Payoneer into your Jazz Cash, for example, then they would, you know, charge you um, a, a one 
dollar fee you can say before it was a 0 0.50 now it's a one dollar now it's actually two percent it's become two percent so the, actually that's the problem now that i'm facing with pay and air first it was the fact that um as of this year in the beginning of this year they sent a notification that they are revising um their whole terms and conditions regarding payment and all and anything that is deposited into my pioneer account featuring less than a hundred dollars or a hundred pounds or a hundred euros will now be subjected to a fee and then uh they added that anything that is in micro amount as in you know that will be if if even a, because as you know amazon pays you immediately as it gets it doesn't if you're on paypal or pioneer you know so amazon just pays you as it gets the royalties so it could be a few cents per day it could be a dollar per day it could be ten dollars it really depends so you know it comes in cents by cents uh, dollar by dollar and so i saw that where I used to get exactly those cents and exactly those dollars and let them accumulate and then, you know, uh, get them into my jazz cash. Uh, now, all of a sudden, I was getting nothing. Literally, I was getting zero because as per the new terms and conditions, whatever you get, they take. So I asked Amazon to put a hold on the, you know, on my uh, payments until they reach a certain threshold and then when I'll give them the signal then they can release the amount into my pioneer and they agreed they were like yeah it makes sense and they did that they put it on hold immediately um, so as soon as they put it on hold uh, money more money in the terms of royalty and all got deposited into my Amazon payment so they're keeping it on hold but now now Pioneer sends another notification now. Now they've revised their annual fee. Now before the annual fee, which is basically $30, you know, um, it's around some of $30. Um, this was the annual fee that they said that they would take if your account was left inactive for 12 months, right? Now they're saying that regardless of whether your, your account is active or not, if you have made a total a total sum of less than two thousand uh, dollars you know amount like uh, if, if the incoming amount into your pioneer account and your whole total transaction money in your account amounts to less than two thousand dollars per year then you will be charged that $30 of annual fee which is absolutely ridiculous the way pioneer before how it used to advertise itself no hidden costs low fee free this free that we're very different from the other banks we're more you know and now they're doing exactly what the other banks like them well they're not exactly banks but you know they're doing exactly that you know, and now I'm thinking of just closing down the whole Pioneer account, especially when I found out that it's actually Israeli owned. And so it now it makes sense, you know, because an Israeli owning an account, a banking sector or a virtual banking sector and not trying to rip people off, impossible. Especially, you know, uh, keeping in mind that we need to boycott everything and anything Israeli at the point. So I am now stuck here because I'm thinking I need to close down this Pioneer account. 
and I need to work something out with Amazon. Now, on one side, Amazon is also really weird because um, although they um, they they do constantly say that we encourage right uh, authors to get you know electronic direct transfers. But the point is you yourself do not even have this option with most of the countries that you're dealing with. And I'm not just talking about Pakistan here. India also kind of suffers, which is actually, you know, part of the global market and part of the Amazon market and part of the whole distribution list. So, you know, there's so many countries like South Africa as well um, that cannot avail that. And so we are once again now reduced to thinking that, okay, we better go for checks. Now for checks again, we don't know. For example, Amazon has never really made it very clear. Do they issue checks in US dollars or do they issue checks in your local currency? That's one thing I need to find out, which I've emailed them and I'm hoping they'll give me a proper answer, a clear answer so that I know exactly what's going on. And second, uh, when it comes to direct depositing into banks, do they even deal with our local banks um, to do a direct deposit? As far as I can see, they don't do it with India. So if they're not doing it with India, it means that they probably uh, would not do it for, with Pakistan as well. So I need to find that out as well. So here I am in the middle of the night and it is actually 1.39 a.m. And as luck would have it, the minute, the minute I begin to do my podcast, that is when the, the traffic decides that it needs to start. I swear, it was dead silent, completely dead silent. And I was just, you know, mulling over what I needed to think, you know, say. And I was thinking about it all. And then I was like, okay, let me just pick it up and start. And a presto, the traffic also decides it's time for it to start. Seriously. Anyway. I spent uh, quite a hectic day brain-wise and my nights are always extremely hectic because that's when I'm usually wide awake um, and, you know, thinking. That's the time when, whenever you want to, you know, rest, that is when your mind suddenly ups and realizes, oh, you know, we need to talk about this. Oh, you know, we need to figure this out. Oh, you know, we need to do this. And I'm like, okay, damn, well, my nights are more like my mornings. So here I am. thinking about what it is that I need to do. I've sent a couple of emails, you know, because I'm actually um, keeping one thread of correspondence. I'm not writing new emails because we've already discussed the matter of Payoneer. So now I'm sort of following up on this, telling them that now Payoneer has created this new dilemma for me, which is, you know, th making me think that I probably will need to just close down Payoneer altogether because it's not feasible. But you see, I need to know, first of all, if they're, if do they have any fee on the checks? Apparently, um, I read through some, because many writers, as I said, have the same problem that I do, but this problem, for some weird reason, has not been addressed properly by KDP. Um, so I saw some South African writers who were discuss had the same problem and had the same questions. Now, in their case, one of the writers said that from what he's understood, um, there is no fee. He's not getting any fee uh, charges on the you know checks sent to him. Um, another writer said that they thought that there would be a fee. So I need to find out, number one, if it is indeed um, possible that they are that they can send local currency checks. 
um, then I would have no problem whatsoever, really. I would just deposit it in my bank like any other check. Um, from and, and I kind of read it in one of these KDP community things where it was written that, Amazon, that you know, uh, it sends local checks, but everywhere else I didn't see it, so I need to confirm that. So I've emailed them, uh, first of all, asking them about that. And then the second thing I need to know is, is there any fee, you know? And I want to know because if I'm thinking that if the fee for a $100 check um, is going to be almost the same as the annual fee for Payoneer, you know, of $30, then it's probably not even worth my closing down Payoneer and I might as well just put a threshold on my Payoneer and, and you know, get the amount needed, right? Um, but again, that sort of scares me because right now, as I said, what Payoneer was doing, which is why I put a threshold, was that as soon as the amount would come in, it would go out. So I literally had zero in my account. Every single penny that came just was whisked away by Payoneer. So, so much for, you know, no hidden costs and so much for low, uh, you know, uh, fees and so much for reliability, you know. I mean, seriously, the, whatever it was that adver that Payoneer advertised itself to be to attract its customers, now it's going and doing the complete opposite. Now it's acting like all the others that it said it wasn't like. I mean, people are, after all, not inclined to use uh, PayPal and Payoneer for a reason, you know, uh, such virtual accounts. is because of the high fees, you know, the, the high uh, in rates, you know, on exchange, on withdrawals, on transactions, on receipts and all. And at the end, you're, you're, you're just ending up with nothing. And so here I am and Payoneer ending up literally with nothing. So now um, I need to see what is feasible at this point because uh yes yeah, so as i the reason i'm saying that is what, the, what scares me is that because payoneer as i said it's just just taking the amount as it's coming in so now if its total annual fee is also going to be added into the mix um so for example if i do manage to get like 50 dollars just for example, if I say, okay, I've got $40, $50, it's enough for me to okay it. And then I'll okay Amazon and it will send that amount into my Payoneer account. And then Payoneer will say, oh yeah, thank you. And take $30 right away and claim it as its annual fee. You know what I'm saying? So I have this feeling that that's exactly what they're going to do. And I need to find out what exactly it is that they are going to do. So... Once again, I'm stuck. Once again, I am stuck here because Amazon, despite the fact that it claims to be the biggest online market and KDP, despite the fact that it claims to be the, you know, the actual platform for international writers, they cater to only local writers. Seriously, they cater, they don't even cater properly to European writers or Australian writers, to be honest. Um, they cater only and only to American writers. And in fact, most of their um, advertisements uh, and clicks uh, per pay and, and all those kind of, you know, facilities um, for authors to avail, to pr promote and sell their books, um, those are also, again, available to um, local authors in the United States. They are not at all available to me in Pakistan. Let me tell you that. A little bit of it is available to those in Europe. Some of it is available to those in Canada and Australia, and some obviously to those in India. 
that no, not a single one of those advertisement options is actually available to somebody in Pakistan. Okay, so here we are. We can't even sell our books. We can't promote our books. We cannot market our books. And and we're stuck. We're stuck. And we can't even now, thanks to Payoneer, now we can't even get our money, which we were getting. You know, I got I got a bulk of my money from Amazon the day I opened my account on Payoneer. And I was so happy. So were the other writers. Because it was literally years worth of an amount that came to us. But what we all also noticed, most all of us Pakistani writers, was that the amount was not much. Right. And obviously it wasn't much because we cannot market our books the way local writers make use of the Amazon platform of the KDP platform. Okay, And then there's this shenanigan that Amazon always seems to have KDP. Sorry, you know, same thing anyway, that KDP always seems to have with the Kindle Unlimited and, you know, the Kindle Select stuff. Um, First of all, how can you bind a writer? Um, you know, to this extent that you should say that they should not sell their books on other platforms, especially when you're not even issuing them any facilities to sell their books on your platform properly. And number two, you know, especially I've noticed uh, this has happened with my books and I've noticed that now other uh, avid readers and authors have realized that, yes, this is a thing, is where, you know, um, Amazon literally does a sort of a silent discrimination you know, um, with certain content, certain books and writers that do not seem to cater to their American, uh, you know, sociopolitical beliefs that they're trying to sort of brainwash into their people, you know, especially post 9-11. So the political agenda, anything that goes against their political agenda or anything that goes against the actual misinformation that they are spreading you know, um, that is something that they will push down the algorithm, like how now YouTube and Facebook are doing, especially YouTube is now doing that um, for the governments, you know, in different countries. So censoring, you know, it's a sort of like a silent censoring of content. So on Amazon, um, as this is something I've talked about before, in fact, when I started my podcast and I talked about my books, this is what I talked about, that how Amazon literally works in such a way that there's it's certain undesirable content, you know, uh, would be pushed down. Because I have had so many people who have uh, come to me or contacted me and asked me, why don't we even know about your book? Why couldn't we find it before? Why aren't you marketing it? You know, um, and I'm like, I don't know what more can I do, seriously. But what more can I do? Um, I'm marketing it to the best of my ability. I um, Kindle Select and Kindle uh, Unlimited are some things that I've actually stayed away from. Um, as long as they allow my books in, fine. The, the minute they say, oh, no, your books are no longer in it, I'm like, fine, I don't care. Because first of all, I do not think that I've actually earned anything from uh, Kindle Unlimited and Kindle Select. And I think many other authors will agree with me there because I've seen a lot of authors that have been very, very peed off by Kindle uh, Unlimited and Select. First of all, you're not getting anything and then suddenly they're removing you from it saying that, oh, your books are being sold in other platforms. Number one, you cannot stop a writer. As for, on one side, you're saying that the writer has 100% copyrights, 100% control over their books and this and this and blah, blah, blah. And on the other side now, you're trying to control them by saying you cannot sell your books on other platforms. 
you do realize that you cannot even pay a writer properly. You have only two ways to pay a writer. Um, you know, you have either checks or you have Payoneer. All the other methods are useless because they only cater to European and American uh, writers. Okay, but to non-European, non-American writers, you literally have no way to pay them properly, right? You have not even attempted to do so, despite the fact that for a very long time, for over a decade, you have had writers from all over the world that you have been enticing to publish with you, to publish on your platform, and you have not even been able to pay them properly, because you don't even have a proper way to pay them except for checks and payoneer. And some countries don't even have payoneer. Good for them, I say. You know. And now I've got payoneer and payoneer is taking all my money. And so I'll have to close down payoneer after all because what the hell, I'm not getting anything. At least with Amazon, even when I wasn't getting anything, at least my money was safe. At least nobody was taking it away. So, you know, I'll, I'll be going back to the dark ages now. I'll be going back to the previous times where I waited for years and it wouldn't reach the threshold. Again, how can we reach the threshold? Can you imagine um, totally in, 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 all, in all the years that I've published the books, I have not reached, if you look at the total amount that I've been paid, I have barely barely reached a hundred dollars threshold can you imagine that i've barely reached a hundred dollars threshold in the past you know these all these years and i'm thinking that you know i mean i never cared to be honest I, I stopped caring about it a long time ago because i already realized that my content was being very quietly discriminated against censored pushed down the algorithm people were not noticing my books on amazon amazon was deliberately censoring my books in its own way you know and then on the other side i could not even avail any of their advertisement facilities you know uh, it's only recently you know it's, it's literally in 2021 that amazon decided to allow pakistani seller accounts you know imagine that um, and i have had an account with amazon since more i think 2009 or previously you know even before that and I, I couldn't even have a seller account. Imagine I could not open a seller account. So just think about that, okay, first. So because of that, I cannot even post reviews, you know. Um, so when other authors do ask for reviews and when I read through their books, then I post reviews on Goodreads or on, you know, um, other platforms. Uh, so... And so, obviously, that's how I could also not avail, you know, um, of reviews. Now, on Amazon, it says you need to have 25 reviews at least for it to show your book. And then now it needs to show your book for people to read it in order to have reviews in the first place. It's a, it's a very stupid, you know, uh, chicken and egg sort of thing. And it makes no sense whatsoever, especially considering that it's not even displaying your book properly. You know, it's not it's not putting your book up there on the algorithm. So that is a huge problem. And then my other problem being Smashwords. Now, Smashwords is even worse than Amazon when it comes to this because Smashwords 
does not even have a payment plan for international authors, come to think of it. It just doesn't have. It has only one plan, PayPal. That's it. You know, I mean, I was literally thanking God that Amazon does not use PayPal, you know. But, and I'm stuck here with now Payoneer because it's taking all my money. And then I'm stuck here with Smashwords because I'm in the same place with Smashwords that I've been with Amazon for years. And that is that, you know, I cannot touch the money and I cannot get the money. Why? Because um, in, in Smashwords, as I said, it's worse than Amazon because in Amazon, at least... I have an account. I can put my local Pakistani account details and hope to get a check. But in Smashwords, there is no such thing as such. I mean, there there is some sort of an ambiguous uh, check deposit sort of a thing. But it is, again, it needs to reach a threshold and stuff, which is, I'm fine with it. But they do not have any proper option where I can list my local bank, you know, and they only have one option, and that is PayPal. And since they've merged with the, this other, um, what is the name of that uh, platform? It's another ebook platform. Imagine, my brain is like seriously not working right now. But I mean, anybody who's using Smashwords knows that they've merged with that other ebook platform, right? And since then, you know, I was hoping that, okay, fine, they've merged with them. They also claim to deal with international authors. Maybe they'll do something about the payment options. But they've done nothing, nothing till yet. Right now, even while I'm considering closing Payoneer, because I feel, I mean, two who reaches $2,000 in less than 12 months um, through Amazon, just, just by being an Amazon author, seriously. I, I know I don't. I mean, as I said, it took me years and I couldn't even reach a hundred dollar. I barely reached a hundred dollar threshold. And you're telling me that if I do, if I have transactions, uh, or incoming money, uh, less than $2,000, then I'm going to be charged a $30 fee. Like seriously, what is wrong with you people? I know you're all preparing for war and you're looking for ways to make profit before the war hits the fan and that you are all basically looking now to steal from people as much as you can and fund yourselves and fund your futures at the expense of your clients. But seriously, what's wrong with you people? I mean, your clients will leave you because we all want our money at this stage. You're not the only ones. We're all thinking about the future. We're all thinking about securing ourselves. First, you start by completely nicking away all the all the micro amounts, seriously, <laughs> nicking away every penny and every pound and every every dollar that comes into my Payoneer account. And that wasn't enough. Um, now you're saying that uh, you are going to charge the annual fee you know, of $30, not less. If anybody has less than $2,000 worth in their account, what's wrong with you people? You know, so I'm thinking that, you know, if only Smashwords would have done its due diligence and had maybe Payoneer as an option too, I could have merged the two, you know, I could have had Amazon, I could have had Smashwords. And then, yeah, maybe I could have reached that threshold because in Smashwords, actually, my books do sell. They sell a lot. And especially I facilitate the 
the local readers in Pakistan because Smashwords is in this as when it comes to readers, Smashwords is really good and it's better than than KDP and Amazon. It's a thousand times better because you open a free account and you have full access and you can pay in local currency and you don't have that kind of that weird thing that KDP seems to have with different countries where you can't open seller accounts and then if you finally manage to open seller accounts then you can't open a financing account and now you can open a financing account a transactional account which you say yes and believe it or not amazon did not even allow people from pakistan to open a transactional account yeah those those people in pakistan who had transactional accounts on amazon they used their american addresses or european addresses and i didn't I was living in Europe, but I did not use, uh, I did not open a transaction account then. You know, I just opened my author account. And then, you know, I, when I moved to Pakistan, then I found out that, oh, you know what, I cannot even open a transaction account, which is why I could not even give reviews on books. Yeah. So you have to have a transactional account to be able to give reviews on Amazon. So... Now, I mean, imagine um, on Amazon also, it was so difficult to get to get things also. Um, I remember when my students wanted to buy my books, uh, one of them barely managed to get it on Amazon, but the other, they whenever they placed the order, um, something or the other went wrong. So it was like, you know, a hit and miss sort of a thing, ordering anything on Amazon from Pakistan. So most of us who had to order things, we would go through the roundabout way, would tell our relatives who are in America or Canada or Europe to do it for us and then post it to us, which is such a hassle. So I never used to do it. But I mean, that's how people did it, you know. So here we are, stuck once again, being forced back into the dark ages where now we're again going to sit and wait patiently for our money to reach a certain threshold before it reaches us. Because I do not think it's feasible for me to retain my Payoneer account, not after the way they're behaving. I mean, they should have realized it when they suddenly started nicking all the money away from um, Amazon authors who have accounts with Payoneer. Because as I said, we get paid immediately. Um, as soon as a cent even comes, Amazon will deposit it into your Payoneer account. And then Payoneer takes it away. So, you know, uh, I even told Payoneer, I'm like, if you've started doing this, then I doubt that I'm going to actually continue working with you, you know, because the reason why I joined your account was because you claimed not to do this. But if you're going to start doing this, then I don't see why I need to bank with you or have an account with you. And that, I mean, they haven't learned anything from that. And now they've decided, oh, that wasn't enough. Let's just add $30 annual fee and get on with it. You know, you're going to lose more clients. That's all I can say. Seriously, if you think you've trapped your clients, and especially those of us who are on Amazon, we have no other option uh, except for, you know, again, waiting for years for a check to come, you know. So, yeah, Amazon really needs to work on its payment methods. I really do think KDP is the worst kind of uh, when it comes to, I mean, seriously, how can you be an international platform when you still have not found ways to pay your international authors? You've still not found ways to help promote your international authors. You've still not found ways to facilitate them so that they can advertise and promote their books properly, you know. And now, I mean, I'm already dealing with Smashers, as I said, that they have absolutely no payment option at all. I don't even know what they're doing with all the money that's coming in and how they plan on giving it to me. I've reached out to them again right now, asking them if they have actually found a viable payment option or not. I mean, seriously, 
why are you people welcoming Pakistani authors or authors from all the different countries around the world if you cannot even pay them? Why are you even doing this to us? Seriously, that is highly unethical. Serious. This is truly, truly what you'll call shady, unethical business practices, you know. And I, I think Amazon KDP should be ashamed of itself that it can still not have viable payment solutions for its international authors and it can still not cater to international authors you know you're if, unless just declare yourselves to be an american platform for the american people by the american people and be done with it don't don't pretend to be an international platform you're not you can't even cater to your european writers you know even in europe there are so many authors that are suffering because of other facilities that they cannot avail. There are people in Australia and Canada also that cannot avail some of the facilities. Those of us in Asia and Africa, we cannot avail 90% of the facilities. In, when it comes to Pakistan, we cannot avail even 100% of your facility. I mean, 100% is out of reach. You know, not even 0.000009% or 0001% of pro your promotional um tools are available to us so you know i don't know what it is that you people think you're doing but you need to get your act together seriously you need to get it you really need to get your head on straight and you need to look for a viable way to cater to international authors okay if you have pakistani authors it means you have pakistani readers all over the world as well there are so many readers who keep on looking for pakistani authors and they're like okay where can we find them and you know and their first complaint when they finally find them is that why why can't we see them why aren't they being promoted you know where why is it that we have to find out from you know somebody who has read them and you know why can't we see their books on Amazon properly? You know, why aren't they being promoted or advertised properly? You know, why is there no visibility? So this is this is something that people keep on telling me. This, you know, I've got so few readers and they keep on telling me that they're few because they can't see my books, you know. But I've got so many readers on, on Smashwords, you know, but I can't get paid from Smashwords. <laughs> I seriously don't know what it is that I'm going to do, you know. As I said before, as I said, I mean, I don't even mind waiting for my money. All I want is to know that I'm going to get my money, you know, and I'm going to get it the whole amount. And if there is a fee deduction, I need to know the exact amount, the, the percentage, so that I can do my calculations, you know, and I think that this is extremely unprofessional of Amazon and KDP that it still has not been able to put it down in black and white what the international authors need to expect, how much percentage is deducted, is the check issued to them in foreign currency or local currency, you know, what what is it? What is the whole process? You know, what is the whole... Now, I've emailed them just to ask them these things that should be in their FAQs but aren't. So all I can say is shame on Payoneer, seriously, and it deserves to be boycotted, seriously. I mean, you can, I mean, yeah, you can see the Israeli hand right there. I was so surprised that there is actually, um, and, and, you know, a virtual account, a virtual banking account 
um, like Pioneer that has no hidden fee and that is, you know, it's it's so user, it's so consumer beneficial and friendly that I'm actually getting every single amount that is owed to me and no fee, you know, and then suddenly they up and do this. I mean, this is like the worst way to deal with an existing customer. Okay, if you've changed your rules and if you've changed your laws, apply it to your new customers maybe, you know. Why are you doing this to your customers that started off with you with the promise, you see? There is a promise and there is a premise at hand. There are, you know, there are terms and conditions at hand. There's this good faith, you know, and when you look at contract law, there is this term called good faith. And we start on this good faith you cannot just break it down in the middle of it. I don't care what your terms and conditions say, but when it comes to statutory law, you're basically going against your statutory law, you know, by hitting the consumer right in the middle of it and saying, oh, you know what, I know we were like this, but now we've decided to, to do this, you know. So I think that that is very, very unprofessional, very unethical, very, very Israeli of them. So, yeah. I think it's time to shut down Payoneer accounts. It doesn't matter if I don't get the money. At least I know my money is safe with Amazon. Even if they pay me after 10 years, they're not, they are not going to steal my money that much I know, um, at least up till now. That is the one thing in which KDP has upheld my trust, um, that it has given me every single penny that it had accumulated on my behalf the day I opened my Payoneer account. And so I can trust them to hold my money um, but as I said, but then they need to help facilitate their writers seriously. They need to help us. They need to promote our books. If, if our books sell, um, then KDP, you know, earns profits too. The more the books sell, the more it earns, you're, you're here to do business. You're not here to do politics. You're not here to, you know, uh, cater to your government's brainwashing schemes, you know, just just facilitate all the authors all from all I mean you you claim to be an international platform you claim to be a platform from for authors from all over the world then be it be that and the same is for smashwords you claim to have no barriers you claim to be like the best platform for ebook publications and then you go and do this that you don't even have a payment option for crying out loud seriously for your international authors what are you people doing here well, anyway, this is me signing out. Um, I hope you, you know, I hope I hope things get better. Pray things get better for all of us out there. The best way, I mean, actually, I'm not going to sign out right now because as soon as I'm signing out, I remember other things. The best way you can really help authors like us is um, help promote us the traditional way. Forget social media. I mean, forget the fact that we have access to social media. Forget the fact that we have access to KDP, Smashwords, whatever. Imagine that we're still back in the 1990s, in the 80s, in the 70s, and the 60s. How did authors sell then? Yes, readers. We readers, we talked about it. We shared it. You know, we borrowed, we lended, we gifted. And, you know, Smashwords actually has that. Kindle has it too, the borrowing and the gifting. The Smashwords actually has the gifting thing. So, um, you know, um, forget even that. Just tell your friends, tell tell other readers, you know, those, for uh, according to the genres that they love. For example, I write political thrillers and espionage and, you know, semi-noir, suspense. And I also write um, romance 
um you know um cozy mystery so i mean you know tell tell your you know fellow readers who love thrillers and suspense and mysteries and espionage and cozy mysteries and so it, you know i i write you know more or less in different genres but yeah there is a running theme here um at the moment like just you know uh, if you like a, a a particular author or if you've come across a new author i remember we as avid readers we didn't care which author it was okay we just wanted books we would come across any and every book and we would just read them you know from cover to cover you know and then we would share them with our friends and then we would tell our friends that oh my god i read this book and it's it's you know it's really worth reading and you know and this is how we did it we did not say that oh i'm only going to stick to this and i'm only we if you call yourself an avid reader um an avid reader is a reader that just reads anything and everything that it comes across you know i have a whole study you know a whole library of books my parents have had a whole library of books my sister has a whole library of books um we we literally you know have lived reading books and any and every books again it it we've read romance we've read you know um um you know thrillers we've read mysteries we've read cozy mysteries we've read um suspense we've read um you know fantasies we've read yas we've read political conspiracies uh non-fiction fiction you know we've read science we've read politics i've read sociology i've read um history i've read uh, books on civilization i mean seriously uh marxism leninism socialism you know you name it and we've read it in some form of the other we've just read it you know so you know that that's how it used to be with us we we this is what you call an avid reader really <laughs> we were avid readers we would just read anything you know and especially if it was a genre that we loved then we would try to cover as many authors as we could in that genre is similar to the way you know you watch a drama or a movie and you know you love it and then you try to look for all other dramas and all other movies that are similar to that right it's like that so that's the best way you can help writers that you love you know um especially indie writers because there are a lot of indie writers now um because traditional publishing has all but dwindled and more more so because it's become more and more rigid you know and they still seem to have that certain audience in mind targeted audience and all and and it's fine that's absolutely fine but you see in pakistan we do not have traditional publishing that's the problem in pakistan we do not have traditional publishers in pakistan publishers are glorified printers as i've said before um you literally pay them okay you pay them and then you do the marketing as well so basically you're paying them just to print your books out and nothing else you deal with the marketing you deal with everything else so it's 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 basically self publishing why waste all that money then you know and and it's no return even the publishers themselves the printers themselves say that at the end you're not even going to get much out of it you're going to spend you know millions of rupees and you're not 
you know, you're going to struggle so much and the return will not even be half at the rate that things are now. So it is actually so much more feasible for us writers to self-publish online on platforms like KDP, Smashwords and others. So, you know, that is the problem is that despite the fact that it may seem that it has become much more easier for writers to publish their books, it is actually only that much more difficult because even the platforms that offer you, um, you know, to self-publish with them, to be very honest, they also do not really cater um, to all writers from all over the world properly. Again, it's the payment issues, first and foremost. Um, like, you know, Ingram Spark. It's, it's the same problem with Ingram Spark. They're like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. You're from Pakistan. Come join us here. And then when you fill the form out, oh, you're from Pakistan. You cannot join us because we do not have the facilities to, you know, to pay you. Seriously? What's wrong with you people? You know, why would you first push us to join you and then say, oh, I'm sorry, but we don't. Look at what you, I mean, this is what we call unprofessional, you know. They're very unprofessional. And forget about Pakistan. Even writers from within the United States and Europe have su suffered at their hands, you know. So there are a lot of issues. Um, so for us writers, actually, to be honest, uh, some of you can say the safest platform where we've had the least amount of, um, you know, such issues are KDP and Smashwords. And here again, you can see the kind of issues that we face, that we don't even know how we can get paid properly without all this rigmarole. So yeah, you know, again, if the best way you can help writers that you like, the best way if you are an avid reader to promote new writers is talk about them. Um, understand that uh, it's it's not easy for them. Understand that even though we're obliged to do a lot of marketing ourselves, but the truth is we most of the time do not even want to market ourselves. Authors do not like self-marketing and self-promotion. This is another thing you need to understand. Genuine authors do not really like self-promotion. We may be very, very good at it, but we don't like it. Um, for example, I'm very good at guiding others um, on how to promote their social media and how to promote their YouTube content. And they do really well when they listen to me, really well. And then they, then they turn around and say, why the hell aren't you doing it? You know, well, you know what? I just can't. I can tell you what to do. I can tell you how to do it. I can tell you how to get the best out of your content on social media and how to promote yourself. But that doesn't mean that I can do it for myself. There is something that just, I just don't, I just don't feel like doing it for myself. And even if I sometimes do pick up the, the you know, I muster the, the courage or you can say the, you know, some energy to actually get it done, then, you know, I'm just too exhausted by then. And I'm like, why am I promoting myself? You know, but there it is. Uh, my my former students have been really you know egging me on on this and they probably peed off at me that I'm really not you know working on having a, a presence like I mean they they say that they like my content on social media and they like what I'm doing and that it shows that I know what I'm doing but you know obviously they would want me to like be like others and actively promote myself but you know that active promotion means money again it means spending a lot of money um, 
all these people on social media as you know they spend a lot of money um and then there's a lot of sponsors involved and there's a lot of you know to do involved in order to you know do the actual promotion it's never free um free promotion doesn't go to that height that quickly it's always sponsored it's always money involved it's always you know paid promotions and we all know that and i really do not feel that i should uh spend money like that i spend a little bit yes here and there but i do believe that instead of spending money it's more worth it if it's organic and here too actually some of my former students in fact those of the same very former students they do also agree with me there that at the end of the day it's organic is best um not the you know shortcut version it, that won't help in the long run it's organic because they stay with you they stick with you so yeah it takes time to build that kind of a following or that kind of a presence you know so yeah all i would say is that if you like a particular author or if you like a particular genre then do do promote uh those authors you know um in your own way do promote do talk about them um to your friends you know because the authors as i said we're not having it any easy you may think that because there's self publishing and all no it actually has made it worse maybe in so many ways it's made it worse for those of us writers um who genuinely um who are genuine authors and are make have a career out of you know they we are making a career out of it so it's it's all the it's all it's it's even harder than it would have been you know before when it was when there was only traditional publishing so just having an outlet to publish your books is not it you know uh especially when that outlet claims to facilitate you with promotional tools but actually does not you know and it discriminates against its authors and regions and content you know um so yeah that that adds to it so the one good thing that happened in my these days of constant tension was that um you know i think i mentioned it that i uh, that the pharmacy the local pharmacy guy he uh lost the battery compartment cover of the blood pressure monitor the omron blood pressure monitor and i had reached out to so many people all over pakistan and one thing that made me really happy was seeing that there were so many people as i said you know my generation is different all those people of my generation all their the fact that they um understood my frustration because they shared it because they they were going through similar frustrations by others you know people's careless attitudes and reckless and unprofessional and unethical attitudes and how it was causing people pain and you know um how those people came together to you know try and help me and comfort me and how i could manage to help one or two of them um you know and they got their work done brilliant uh, mashallah you know thank god for that that they got some of their work done and so you know they also tried to help me and all but then you know omron the company came through because i had because uh, they, i had contacted two to three other pharmacies before i contacted uh, other people on facebook groups 
and those pharmacies had given me the number of Omron's uh, representatives. And actually, one of the pharmacies, uh, the number that they gave me came out to be the regional head, I think, of Omron. And he reached back to me yesterday after two days. And he's like, I found the battery cover and I'm sending it to you. Um, and today he sent it to me, to my place. He delivered it to my home. No charges, uh, no, nothing, just, you know. And I was so, so relieved and I was so thankful. I couldn't thank him enough, seriously. First of all, he was extremely professional, very ethical, very polite. The customer service was brilliant. The person even who came to gave it to me, he waited to see that if, you know, that I could fit it and that I was satisfied. And then, you know, um, again, their attitude, their attitude was so, it, that was the exact kind of attitude that I was missing for so long that I used to say that, you know, the old, in the olden days, people still had that attitude and now people don't have it anymore. That professional, that very polite, that very nice, very ethical, you know, attitude, um, you know, and, you know, customer service. So Omron Pakistan, kudos, man, kudos. And, and amongst all the brands that are falling and failing so badly in their services, and their customer services and their quality services and their services in general. Um, kudos to you. You were that bright star, seriously, with that breath of fresh air. Um, I hope, you know, you continue to maintain that. I mean, you see, when you talk about brands, um, you expect that they should act like, you know, uh, what they claim to be. And as I said, that even foreign companies and international companies have degraded their services and their quality in Pakistan, which was really, really paying me off. So to see that Omron still kept that, it, it kept its its ethics, it kept its dignity as a brand, seriously. So I'm so thankful that they came through, seriously. I was seething for days because of those idiots that lost that battery cover, seriously. And it was such a headache. And now... Um, Obviously, I just got one headache dealt with, only to fall into the other headache of Pioneer, which was an ongoing headache since the start of this year, actually. Um, or was it the start of last year? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. They informed me last year against this year, yeah. That's why last year in August, I put a hold on incoming amounts on Pioneer, yeah. In June. On June, because last year in June, they gave the notification that, you know, they would, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm mixing it up, isn't it? So this year, they gave me the notification that they would be charging the $30 annual fee. And last year, they gave the notification that, yeah, in 2023, they decided that they would impose a fee on uh, any amount lesser than $100 or £100 or €100 Euros, and that any micro amount would be immediately deducted as it is completely. Yeah, that's why last year um, I was suddenly not getting anything. I was getting complete zeros. And then I, on, in June, I told Amazon to put a hold on it. So there you are. So since last year, Payoneer had started this this unethical, this completely rubbish uh, thing 
and I need to re- I'm seriously considering closing down my Payoneer account and I'm sure other Pakistanis will probably wonder about it um, but they're probably thinking something's better than nothing but I don't think it's something it's actually nothing We're all, I already got nothing last year nothing because they just took everything so if they now start taking the $30 then I'll again I'll be at the same place you know nothing so well this is me finally signing out and I'm sorry it came out to be even longer than I thought it's almost an hour's worth of an episode so uh, take care everyone have a lovely lovely time and khuda hafiz